So uh, let's say you happen to be a person who... Uh, I am a person. Really? How's yeah. your hair doing? My hair is doing fine. How's your hair doing? I don't know. I, mean, I guess it's doing okay. Yeah. But if you want to protect... I mean, it's there still. Look, yeah, I'm, in, I'm in my 40s. I'm happy Just it's still Just keep looking there. from the front. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's why we don't have an over-the-head view. That's right. Uh, Keeps offers doctor-recommended, uh, clinically proven, research-backed treatments to stop hair loss and improve hair growth. Keeps physicians will help you uh, select the right products and treatments for you and your specific condition and your individual hair uh, loss goal, uh, you know, hair prevention, uh, loss prevention goals. And also Keeps uh, treatment plans are delivered straight to your door at about half the cost of a traditional pharmacy. So it's easy. It's inexpensive. It works. What are you waiting for? Your plan comes with a full year of unlimited messaging so you can connect with your doctor about anything. With Keeps, you get quality expert care without visiting a doctor's office or a pharmacy. Whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate new hair growth, or just take better care of the hair you have, Keeps has got you covered. Hair loss stops with Keeps. Get 50% off your first order. Go to keeps.com save. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash save. The radio show begins in just seconds. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're with us today. There is a lot to talk about, and we've got some great guests for you on oil and gasoline. Michael Schellenberger uh, joins us, Carol Roth on Your Money, and Megan Kelly on Putin in 30 minutes. Veronica is a listener of ours. She wrote in, she said, Hey, Glenn, I have a 12 year old Labrador, and after one week, of giving her rough greens, we saw crazy improvement. Her eyes have become clearer. I had to look twice when she came bounding up the stairs. She hadn't done that in a while. This is amazing. Thank you for recommending rough greens. Veronica, thanks for writing in and letting me know. Um, your dog will see, or you will see, improvement in your dog. The dog, at least mine does, Veronica does, uh, Stu's does, they start to behave like they are puppies again it's crazy rough greens isn't a dog food it's a supplement that you put on the food i guess they love it because it tastes amazing i mean it doesn't look good to me but all of the vitamins and minerals and other things that are going to contribute for a healthy life including probiotics they are so confident that your dog is going to just you'll see changes in your dog that they want to give the first bag free all you have to do is pay for shipping just to make sure that your dog will eat it uh, if your dog likes it as much as Uno does, uh, you are in for 
a wild experience with your dog. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck, 833-GLEN33, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33, or roughgreens.com slash Beck. All right, let me give you just a real quick update. Moscow, the uh, stocks, bonds, derivatives <coughs> are going to remain closed today. Trading on the Moscow Exchange stocks and derivative sections, um, it took a beating yesterday. The Russian Central Bank uh, yesterday <clears throat> extended the suspension of trading amid a full-blown financial crisis triggered by Western sanctions. The ruble tumbled to a record low in uh, extreme volatility yesterday. Could somebody bring me a... Oh, I have <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it lost a third of its value. Can you imagine? In one day? In one day. Uh, you know, this is worse, I guess, than the 1998 crash of the ruble. Uh, imagine having, you know, uh, you know, $10,000 in the bank account and, and all of a sudden you only have the purchasing power of seven or six or five or four thousand. Who yeah. knows where this goes? And so they have closed all of the banks. Um, you can't you can't do anything. This is look how fast this has come. Friday, your ruble was fairly OK. By Monday, you lost 30 percent and all the banks closed. You can't get your money out of the banks now. This is why I have recommended. Please, please have seven days of cash on hand whatever it's going to take whatever you would spend in seven days try to have that amount in cash on hand if you're you're fortunate enough to be able to do it have 30 days of cash on hand now some other things that are going on they are starting to spray paint the russians are starting to spray paint symbols on buildings on the roof and they are now asking for Ukrainians to go up if you're in an apartment building or condominium or whatever to go up and check the roof of the building to see if yours has been spray painted with a giant red X. Um, mercenaries now from Africa with orders to kill Zelensky are uh, now in uh, Kiev. 400 Russian operatives have been deployed uh, to kill the president of Ukraine. The assassins are part of apparently the Wagner group, a militia phone flown into Ukraine from Africa five weeks ago. They were offered a handsome financial bonus if they succeeded. This is according to the uh, Times of London. They are very effective because they're hard to pull, uh, pin down, said General Sir Richard Barons, he said they can appear from the shadows, do very violent things and disappear again without being obvious who was responsible. They are also not directly linked to the Russian government. Therefore, the Kremlin uh, has plausible deniability. Uh, one other thing that I want to hit here. Russians are now suspected of using cluster bombs which we use on the battlefield. If you saw the last ap episode of, um, of James Bond, that was a cluster bomb that they used uh, at the ending. I don't want to spoil, but they used a cluster bomb at the ending. Um, and we use them. We don't use them in civilian areas. It is only for troops uh, or you know munitions. We never use them because you can't direct them. Uh, they just they 
break up into several little bombs that just fly in all directions. They apparently uh, are using that now in civilian areas. That's against the Geneva Convention. Also, they're talking about a vacuum bomb. I had never heard of a vacuum bomb or a thermobaric bomb before. Had to look it up, and I realized we call them fuel air bombs. Fuel air bombs are absolutely terrifying bombs. Also, well, they were, uh, let's just say this, first used by the Nazis. Okay, so <laughs> it's great. Anyway, uh, against the Geneva Convention, um, they vaporize everything everything in the area they're used like if you had to if you had a camp uh, you know an, an ebola camp you know for kids uh, over uh, you know the holidays you know and hey it's summer let's go to ebola camp whatever if you have like ebola breakout and everybody is dead you would want to use a fuel air bomb because it kills everything absolutely everything um it explodes in the air shoots fuel out um, in a large area, uh, horizontally, and then it ignites. And what it does is it not only incinerates everything below it, it also sucks all of the oxygen out of the area. You don't, if you're not vaporized, but you're close enough to it, um, you spend a couple of minutes on the ground, your eardrums probably have been uh, blown out, uh, you're, you're, you've probably gotten a severe concussion and then you spend the next couple of minutes gasping for air until you die and suffocate they are awful let me play a cut i think it's cut 11 is it not of the bomb here's here's what they think may be a fuel air bomb or a thermobaric uh rocket Probably at least a couple of miles away. Knocked off his feet. He can't even keep the camera uh, straight. And now he shows this huge cloud. Huge cloud. Huge cloud. Um, That, they think, is a thermobaric bomb. If that is true, uh, that is against the Geneva Convention. Now, one thing that you have to understand Everybody is trying to get us into a war. Uh, I think Russia is even trying to snag us into a war. Um, I think he wants World War Three. The Ukrainians are doing what I think we would do if we were in trouble. We would show everything that they're doing and we would say that looks like a thermobaric bomb. That's against the Geneva Convention. Whether it is or not, we don't know for sure. When in doubt, leave it out. If you are trying to make a huge decision on what side you're on, I think we're all on the side of the Ukrainian people, but what side you're on in the debate on how far this should go, what we should be doing, um, don't let things that we don't know. For instance, there was a... There was a a uh, Ukrainian uh, guy got up in front of the U.N. and read that letter yesterday. Did you see that? Yeah. OK, yeah. we don't know if that's true. And quite honestly, you know, the Russian soldier going and they're just indiscriminately telling us to kill women and children. Come on. 
we don't know if that's true. That's awfully, awfully damning if it is true. Um, I mean, it's a gift to the Ukrainians if that were true. Uh, when in doubt, leave it out. Yeah, you have to go into this with some skepticism. We've seen multiple stories, right? Yeah. You know, like the 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 idea that those guys on the island all died. Remember after the yeah. attack, and they, the, uh, it didn't happen. That didn't happen. The the guy, the plane that was taking out five and six Russian aircraft yeah, per day, the ghost of Ukraine of, of Kiev, yeah, Kiev, yeah, yeah. That doesn't seem to be real. I mean, look, this stuff's going to happen. Some of it is is just propaganda. You have to wonder. You look at this though. We ha- have we heard one positive thing about Russia and their progress? No, no, right? Basically, from the me- the media, no. Now, there's no justification for this war in my mind, and I'm totally uh, on the side of Ukraine. However, you have to imagine good things are probably happening Correct. for Russia in their progress here. We don't, we're not hearing much about it. We're only hearing about the Ukrainian heroes, which are there and they exist, and that's real. But you know, now let's just make sure you understand. Yeah. We're only getting one side. This is this is new. We've we've never done anything like this except maybe World War Two. But even then, uh, it, it, I don't think it was this uh, locked down in the 30s, maybe when we were at war. But you heard both sides of the war you know leading up to it we're not we're not well, i don't think there are both sides as to whether the no whether war or not this happen. is good I, yeah. i'm saying you would hear things that russia i'm sorry that the you know germans were rounding up all the jews and then you would hear no that wasn't happening right, right. it was not one-sided yeah it, it is it is pretty interesting i mean i think you, you listen to the tone of the coverage from the mainstream media you would think ukraine is is about to just chase them out of the country like they're on the, they're retreating yeah but the, the other side of that is i mean there was a 40 mile convoy right yeah of, uh, coming from belarus and uh the re- it, reports it, today are the second largest city is surrounded yeah and it is uh it's it's about to get ugly I think. what they're bringing uh with them seems to be very ugly putin it, it may be upping the uh, ante here and i think the pushback from ukraine which has been more fierce than maybe was expected by putin can't is, stand that is going to cause them to become they're not going to be like, ah, oh, darn it, they're fighting back. Let's go home. Yeah. They're going to be they're going to say, oh, they're fighting back. Oh, yeah. Well, wait till you see what we have next. And that's what you're seeing with the cluster bombs and the yeah. hyperbaric bar, bar, uh, thermobaric bombs. And you're you also need to understand that um, if Putin gets worse, you're going to start seeing horrors uh, on television. You're going to start seeing uh, a lot of dead people and dead children and everything else. Um, all right. Let me take a quick one minute break, and then I'm going to talk to you about how the world has changed overnight in dramatic ways. And it's important for you to understand, and I'll give it to you here in 60 seconds. Megan Kelly is coming up in about uh, 10 minutes. Stand by for that. Patriot Mobile is our sponsor. It's time to admit to yourself you are paying far too much for your cell phone service. It's okay. Been there. Done that. We all have. Um, under normal circumstances, I mean, you do you, boo. But here's the thing. Uh, Chances are is you are with one of the major phone companies, and you are also then 
helping support leftist causes, things like Planned Parenthood. That is uh, that's not good. I don't want to do that. That is why I have switched to Patriot Mobile. In fact, I bought a phone just so I could be a member of Patriot Mobile and support them. I, I love these guys. They are on the front lines all the time. Stu, remind me, you you have to tell the Patriot Mobile story about you and local schools. Yeah, yeah. They were, they're working behind the scenes. They're not even you know promoting this stuff. They're working yeah. behind the scenes to make sure that these school boards aren't going crazy. It's, they're, it's a great company. They're amazing. Uh, PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Beck. You're going to save. You'll get the same great service. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right, let me talk to you here about what has happened just over the last handful of days. I mean, really, this happened beginning over the weekend. Europe is no longer in their post-Cold War era and that kind of state of mind. Uh, it, is, it is happening at such a rapid pace. Uh, we're not really sure what's happening at this point. Um, the people who have always been you know, saying Russia, Russia, Russia. Most of Europe has not listened to them for a long time, especially those in Eastern Europe who have been campaigning for tougher measures against the Kremlin. They have been ignored by almost everybody, Germany, Italy, France. No other region other than Europe has overturned its foreign policy. Die hard orthodoxies like they have in a heartbeat in Europe, uh, the German chancellor has declared that he will vastly increase his country's defense spending and start shipping arms to Ukraine. OK, I really don't like it when Germany says, you know, what? we just got to start building arms. That kind of makes me nervous. Uh, the top leader in the German Green Party. Now, this is a, the Green Party. Where did that start? Anti nuke, right? Not anti not an anti nuke like missiles anti-nuclear energy they have just declared an openness to keeping the nuclear plants operating in germany if it helps reduce reliance on russian energy oh, okay. huh okay eight member nations of the european union said they now wanted to start membership negotiations with ukraine European Commission President Ursula von, von der Leyen said she'd be open to it. On Monday, Ukrainian President Zelensky formally sent an application to Brussels. It is an end of an era, said former Estonian uh, president, who once dis was dismissed by Finnish leaders as having post-Soviet stress for his approach on Russia. What you have grown up with in the last 30 years, he said, is over we are now somewhere else i want you just to hear that message we are no longer living in the world and if you are if you are planning to win an election your freedom uh, or anything and you think we are still living in the post-soviet world we are not Everything has changed. 
in the early 1900s, there were three big schools of thought, especially in Europe. There was National Socialism, fascism, International Socialism, communism, and liberal progressivism, individual social rights with collectivist economic ideas. In America, we had all of these, except we had another one, classical liberalism, which is the conservative voice at this point. That was the dominant voice in much of the U.S. The 20th century has been dominated by those ideas. Nazis and Soviets went to war um, because they couldn't agree on what kind of socialism. Was it state socialism or international socialism? Um, Was it internationalist or nationalist? Today, the ideological uh, uh, battle in, in most of the world is not between those who support individual liberty and those who support big government. We feel this way in America, but you must wake up. This is the debate in America because we still have tens of millions of people who believe in free markets and individual liberty, but they don't have... <clears throat> They don't have that in Europe. The rest of the world is debating international fascism, which is the Great Reset, and national fascism, which is China and Russia. Still progressives in Europe, but they aren't leading the charge anymore. Putin and Dugan and President Xi, they are nationalists. They see international fascism as a grave threat to their nationalistic plans for the future, and for good reason. Biden, Kerry, and much of the leaders in the EU, Soros, etc., etc., are globalist, internationalist, who believe that any kind of nationalism will slow their progress. I don't know the driving factor, what's going on in Ukraine, but it is a key component in international politics today and on many other issues, and I wouldn't rule out its connection. Um, to one of these movements i don't know here's the here's the scary part if either of those two win we lose freedom understand this is the battle that you are actually fighting international socialism or national socialism the great reset um the great reset or China's system, one of the two. Which one are we going to choose? I hope the answer is neither. I'll have more on this in the third hour that is quite stunning, the developments on this and how it's all playing out. But first, Megyn Kelly on Putin next. The Glenn Beck Program. I want you to think about something for a minute. Uh, If you're not as self-reliant as you can possibly be, the chances are you're going to regret it in the near future. And uh, those odds are pretty high. I don't know if you've taken a look at the news lately, but it ain't pretty. And even some sort of Armageddon disaster, even if that's not right around the corner, which it might be, I'm starting. It's still important that you're prepared for any kind of disaster that could happen. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family. So may I suggest that you get stocked up with emergency food from My Patriot Supply. It is an easy way to prepare for anything and everything we might experience. Hopefully we never have to use it. But I will tell you, odds are growing 
against that rapidly. Do yourself a favor. Go to preparewithglenn.com. You'll save $150 on their special three-month emergency food kit. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks, 2,000 calories a day. It is great. $150 savings on their three-month emergency food kit. Go to preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. Do you think this is a good time to understand The Great Reset? Yeah, might want to read The Great Reset by Glenn Beck. It's available at glennsnewbook.com. Available in stores now again. Oh, wow. You are seeing The Great Reset play out on a global scale with uh, Russia. And uh, Senator Wicker from, where is he from, Alabama? Bama, Mississippi. Mississippi. Uh, he he just suggested that we um, enact a no-fly zone and uh, our planes police the air of. That's insanity. He's suggesting a coalition do it, which uh-huh. we would be a part of. Okay, yeah, uh, okay. But man, that, that's just so like, then the whole world is at war with Russia. That's great. That seems to be a bad idea. Yeah, Megan Kelly is uh, joining us, uh, journalist, host of the Megan Kelly Show. Uh, you can hear it on uh, XM Sirius uh, or Sirius XM Triumph Channel One Eleven, which is right after this program. Megan, welcome. How are you? Hi. Hi, Glenn. I'm doing great. So you are one of the few people that have sat down with Putin a couple of times. And I, I, I don't there's something missing here. He has either uh, a brain tumor uh, or he is playing for something different because Putin is way too smart. Uh, he knows what this is going to cost his country. What is he doing well, I do think that he's underestimated uh, the Ukrainians and Zelensky, and that's uh, that's not like him. That's a that's a fault in his step, which we are not used to seeing. And I haven't I interviewed him three times, but I haven't sat with him since 2018. And the reports are that over COVID and the isolation, he may have gone a little bonkers. Um, there, I think it was the uh, a foreign minister of UK who kind of said exactly that. Um, I have no idea whether that's true, but he's obviously misstepped here. He's underestimated the Ukrainians and he's underestimated the world response. And what he's getting as a result is exactly what he least wanted. A a stronger NATO, more countries wanting to be a part of NATO, more countries wanting to be a part of the EU, uh, including Ukraine, Mm -hmm. and an international coalition that's unified against him, not to mention what's happening to his economy as a result of all this. So you would agree that he is a bloodthirsty killer um wouldn't you well of course i mean his his past demonstrates i mean i don't know about bloodthirsty but he's certainly a killer and you know the thing about putin is i'll say this not in his defense but just to contextualize who he is he he lives in a very rough neighborhood and he grew up during a very different time yeah and the way russia's been run has essentially been you're a strong man or you die Mm-hmm. And there's a reason he's stayed in power so long, because he understands Correct. it's a kleptocracy. And if he leaves power, he'll be killed or he'll go to jail. And that the Russian people, for the most part, respect, respect the strongman. They, they want to see that. They don't want to necessarily see murders, but right. they want the strongman. They've been raised in a different way than we have. 
Um, but Putin, above all, I mean, having spent a fair amount of hours with the guy, is manipulative and cunning. And he is brilliant. He's very smart. Right. Praise him out of context. I understand what he's doing. But he usually is five steps ahead of everyone else in the room, which is why it is so shocking to see this going the way it's going. I mean, he certainly could have unleashed hell on the Ukrainians from day one and taken them out. So I think he understood this should be incremental in some way, but he didn't plan for losing the PR war. That's something he never loses. He's losing the PR war in a way that's extraordinary because he normally has his bots. I mean, you want to talk about control. He controls the Internet in a way we have come to fully appreciate. So the fact that Zelensky is even able to get out these videos, these sort of lion-hearted videos that are making the world swoon, is remarkable. That Putin couldn't stop it is remarkable. So th- much of Ukraine has a, uh, a Russian Internet company. I mean, almost all of Ukraine is Russian. Why wouldn't he have not? It's, it's, it's just something doesn't feel right to me, Megan. Because I, I, when, when uh, Trump says, you know, he's a genius or whatever he's been saying, I agree. He is. He's also evil, um, but he is a genius. And he, this is just not feeling right coming from him. The thing about, I, I wrestle with that term, evil. People ask me that when I went over there, there to interview him. I don't, I don't put him in the field of someone like an Adolf Hitler, who enjoyed the killing, enjoyed torture, did it because he had no humanity. I think Putin has some humanity. He's just goal-oriented in a way that's sick. He's he has no caring for human life. It's not like he's he's concerned about any of these Ukrainians, but he's mission focused. He I think he thinks net net in the grand scheme. This is just this is right. Um, And so like everything he's done till now, till the actual invasion has made some strategic sense from a man who wants to rebuild the USSR, who thinks, you know, the collapse Mm -hmm. of the Soviet Union was the biggest calamity of the 20th century. Mm -hmm. Um, it hasn't been a surprise that he's done many power grabs, what he did in Georgia, what he did in Crimea. And he's very angry about what the United States did when Hillary Clinton was secretary of state in Ukraine. So I understood some incremental moves. I didn't support them, but I understood what he was doing. The full inv- invasion, which would turn the world against him in a way that was somewhat predictable, is the thing that doesn't make sense. And I agree with your assessment on that. It just the, there must be something going on that we're missing. So he's being pushed closer and closer to China. Uh, they already are, you know, just made a, a deal on coal uh, from Russia to China. It, the alliances are, are starting to uh, stack up. What should we do? I mean, the, the, I mean, we're hearing crazy things like, hey, let's enforce a no-fly zone. That puts us in direct war with Russia. Yeah, that's right. Now, I understand why people are having that reaction. It's, it's tugging at people's heartstrings, you know, across the globe. And you get reports of civilian casualties and even children dying. And us being the United States of America, the instinct has always been, right. we're, we're the good guys. Go we're help the ones them. Go in. Right, go help them. And honestly, Glenn, if we hadn't done Iraq and done 20 years of Afghanistan, maybe we'd be doing that, mm-hmm. right? Maybe we would have had some resolve to go in there. But the American people are not just war-weary. We are war-weary. But we've lost faith in our military leaders. Remember when Trump came out and he was like, I'm smarter than the generals. 
and people were like, "Oh my god!" Like who who would criticize the the generals this way? And I'm not I don't know who's smarter, but my point is his attempt to undermine them was right on point because they have proven time and time again they're not very good at this. We haven't won a war in decades, and we're certainly not prepared for extended conflicts. We've proven that. The guys at the top, like Milley, do you trust him no. to handle this? No. And, and it, right? No one does. No. So I think the instinct here in our country is dead on, which is we would like to help in whatever way we can, short of getting involved in another military conflict, which we no longer believe we can successfully run. Well, especially not just because of Milley and, and what happened in Afghanistan, but because, I, I mean, you know, the polls are showing, what is it, 59% of independents say that they don't think Biden has the mental capacity. And I don't say that with glee. I, I actually say that with profound sadness uh, and and worry for him and our own uh, our country. Uh, you we've watched him over the last year. He's not the same man he was even 12 months ago. And to process this kind of information 24 seven uh, I, I'm not sure we have a president that's up to it. Yeah, I don't think anyone knows who's really calling the shots right now uh, at the White House. Isn't I mean, that I, a problem? I can, I can see that we're not leading. I can see that Europe is galvanizing in a way that we haven't seen in 75 years. Yeah. And that the United States is not the leader in any way. We're not organizing it. He's on a couple of conference calls. But we're not out in front of this, even when it comes to the economic sanctions. So I'm sure we'll hear a different story from him tonight. Oh, yeah. um, but I also think that the American people, I think it's the same number, 59%, believe that it was Joe Biden's weakness that got us to this point. It's not to blame Putin's behavior on Joe Biden or America. It's to contextualize what made him think he could get away with this. Sure. And, you know, it, it, it involves a lot of things. But yes, our economic situation, our inflational situation, which is absolutely in part on Joe Biden, our, our unnecessary infighting and hyper-focus on things that mean absolutely nothing but are totally divisive, like CRT and, you know, men swimming against women in, you know, swim meets, all of those things, which Putin 100% has amplified. I mean, if there's one thing I learned in meeting with former FBI, CIA, and other intel guys before I went over there the, the few times I did to interview him, it's that forget Russiagate. That's not the same as this. Putin did interfere in the election in a way where he was manipulating divisions online. The Chinese do it, too. They see something that's already dividing us, and they amplify it nonstop. So th that's Putin's dream, to have us fighting over this nonsense that Biden's White House continues to stoke, you know, putting Nicole Hannah-Jones in K-12 through education and, mm -hmm. you know, all these things we see with parents that are making them show up at these school board meetings, and they wind up getting dragged out with their naked stomachs exposed with absolutely no respect for human dignity. The Russians see that they amplify it through their bots. They have systems that do it. So all of that creates a divided United States that's already falling apart economically with no plan. I mean, if Biden had gotten BBB through, can you imagine the situation we'd be in oh right now? Economically? Oh my right? gosh. Joe Manchin yeah. saved him from himself. Um, they love it. And that, and Putin accurately smelled weakness. Um, Megan, I, have you ever experienced a time um, in American history where you know you don't believe the Russians? Okay, I know I don't believe Putin. I know I don't believe the Russian press. However, 
I don't think I believe our press either. In fact, I know I don't. I I was last week I was driving in the car and I was listening. I'm like, I don't know if that's true. And for the first time, I realized I have no place to go on this story to where I feel like I'm getting the honest word because both I mean, we're silencing voices who have any kind of opposing opinion on this. And I don't think there is any ambiguity uh, on uh, on, you know, the Ukrainian people are the good ones. But I don't trust any government at all in this. Is it just me? It's not just you. And I think it's been coming for a while. And I think most of us experienced it at the beginning of COVID as well. I mean, I'll I'll go back to a tweet I sent out last, it was March, I think, of 2020, when COVID was just unfolding. And Trump gave a presser at the White House, which was all over the place. And he had to clean it up, as people did 15 minutes later. He was saying we were imposing a travel ban on the Europeans, we weren't, and so on. And I remember tweeting out after that presser saying, I don't know where to go for real information. I don't Mm -hmm. trust him. Uh, and, And I don't trust the media. Because they smell blood in the water. This could be the one thing that would ruin Trump's reelection. And so they're pumping bad information to scare us. And because they know it will hurt him, which they 100% did. And all these blue check journalists on Twitter, Glenn, I mean, guys I know from the New York Times and from NBC, started to DM me privately and say, how could someone in your position write such a thing? You know, you don't trust the media. And then the next step. You, you don't trust the CDC. You, you don't trust the WHO. Those are places you go for information. That's, mm-hmm. And I remember saying then, no, I don't. I don't. And I was right. I don't trust any of those people. You know, we were misled by our leaders, by certainly our public health officials, uh, and 100% by our media who did use COVID to get rid of Trump and to this day continues to lie about COVID. And we're in the same boat. We're in the exact same boat when it comes to this because the, the media has decided. I, I mean, the I have to say, in Glenn Greenwald's defense, he's right that the media's natural instinct is to be war hawks. Yes. It's the one area in which they're not bleeding heart liberals. They don't go sort of Mm -hmm. far left. They're, they're, I think it's because they're elitists. They have a lot of money. They don't want any lifestyle of their own compromised or threatened in any way. And they put themselves in this situation. But the media is very pro-war. So you do have to pump the brakes a little. And you hear things like no fly zones um, and ask yourself whether you're be- being given the right information. Yeah. I will say this. I think the um, I think the narrative about, about Zelensky is believable. I, I think this guy was a comedian. He was a Dancing with the Stars guy. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> believed this guy was going to be anything. Right. We thought he'd all tuck, tuck tail and run. And he hasn't. And that is extraordinary. Yeah, I agree. Megan Kelly, I know you have a show to do right after this program on uh, Sirius XM. Thank you so much for uh, talking to us. Megan Kelly. My pleasure. God bless. All right. Um, one thing you can do to get a great night's sleep uh, is to call my pillow and get a my pillow or their Giza dream sheets, which are amazing. They're made from the world's best cotton, Giza cotton. They're ultra soft and breathable. They're durable. They get softer every time that you wash them. Right now, they're at their lowest price ever. They're 60% off. Coming in now as low as $39.99. Go ahead. Find a sheet that is this durable, is this great, 
this soft at thirty nine ninety nine. You won't find one. And they have a 60 day money back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, Click on the radio listener specials. Check out the flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets. And with a promo code back, you'll also get a copy of Mike Lindell's uh, book for free when you purchase. Enter the promo code back. Call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117 promo code back mypillow.com the glenn back program uh, welcome to the glenn back program we're glad you're here thank you so much for listening not hearing but thank you so much for listening to this uh, this program. Um, I have to I have to share some tweets later on in the program from George Soros on Ukraine. Boy, he is a he is on the Twitters like crazy. Is he? Yeah, you wouldn't think that he would be a guy that would you know would even know what the Twitters are, uh, but he does. And His 14-year-old girlfriends, though, they know. Yeah. They, they do, know. They do know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is very, very strong on what the what the West should be doing right now in Ukraine. And holy cow. We, we better consider that uh, because he doesn't have an ulterior motive. Or does he? I'll tell you all about <laughs> it coming up. All right, American financing. Uh, it is time to start focusing, if you haven't already, on what you can do to shore up your finances. Save money wherever you can. You should be saving money um, it, with your mortgage, with your credit cards. Cut those things up, especially if they're high-interest credit cards. Um, if you can't seem to pay them off, well, if you have a mortgage, American financing may be able to help you. Uh, I want you to call American Financing now at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. Find ways to save money, pay less in interest to the banks and for those credit cards. Pay them down, pay them off. It's American Financing, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. All right, radio program begins uh, in just a second with Michael Schellenberger. On this day, the president stands up and says the the state of our union is strong. What is this guy going to say tonight? He's going to introduce a whole bunch of new green stuff. 
because that's really i mean that's really where all of our hearts are right now is with green energy and saving the planet we all believe that should be our first priority you know especially since um it's going to cost you about twenty dollars more to fill your tank here shortly um and the president is doing nothing you know i'm doing everything i can to save you know uh the price at the gas pump no you're not no you're not he just put new restrictions on building liquefied natural gas terminals in the united states that way we could liquefy it and sell it to europe that needs it we've canceled our oil and gas pipelines such as keystone xl gas drilling permits in alaska texas and other oil rich states have been canceled we were producing roughly 1.2 um more 1.2 million more barrels of oil every day than we are right now under trump so we are losing at a hundred million dollars i'm sorry at a hundred dollars a barrel and we are doing 1.2 million fewer barrels of oil that means we are losing 100 million dollars every day 100 million dollars every day and you're paying more at the pump. Don't let this war or tonight's speech fool you. There's a war on your gas price and it is headed by Joe Biden. We begin there in 60 seconds. So, you know, your uh, home movies are already past their prime because of course, the, you know, the magnetic tape That tape used in VHS and camcorder tapes is supposed to last between 10 and 20 years. Uh, Believe it or not, the 90s, oh, this this hurts. The 90s is now 30 years ago. How you feeling? Feeling old yet? Well, your videotapes and VHS tapes are certainly feeling old. Digitize all of your old media with Legacy Box. It will stop the fading process in its tracks of your pictures. It will make sure that all of those home movies are captured. For a limited time, Legacy Box is running a $9 videotape special. It's normally $27 to $30. At this special price, there's never been a better time to convert your entire collection. They're running exclusive offers on film reels and photos as well. Visit LegacyBox.com back. Shop their $9 tape sale, LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Do it now. So let me just give you a couple of uh, tweets. Um, Russia has leveraged an economy half the size of Germany's to end the post-Cold War era and defeat NATO. It did so with aggression, natural gas, and nuclear. America must produce massively more nuclear, natural gas, and oil or the liberal de- uh, democratic Western civilization is dead. It's civilizational suicide. Everyone has been asleep. It is time to wake up. That tweet is from Michael Schellenberger, who is on the phone with us now. Hi, Michael. How are you? Great. Great to be with you, Glenn. So, uh, you know, tonight with the State of the Union, uh, they're going to go on and on. They can't pass the Build Back Better bill, so they're going to take all of the green energy stuff and rename it and try to pass it through. Um, can, can you please explain uh, to the audience what you think these things are going to do? Well, it's going to be a terrible effect on the economy, potentially on the environment. 
I mean, we're in the worst energy crisis in world history since 1973, and it's going to get worse, much worse. And I don't think people are aware of just how serious the political situation is. We could see the president restrict oil exports, which might be justified in the future because of um, rising oil prices, but then that would put much of the world uh, and much of Europe it would strengthen Putin's hand to basically sell oil to those countries that were quiet about his invasion of Ukraine. We basically have engaged in wishful thinking about trying to rely on weather-dependent renewables, solar panels and wind turbines specifically, when you need reliable sources of energy, and the two best that we have are nuclear energy and natural gas, and both of those technologies have been so restricted by progressives that it left Europe dependent on Russia, and that's why Russia felt so comfortable invading Ukraine. You, you're, one of your tweets, you said, imagine making our high-energy capitalist civilization work on energy sources that literally kept humans trapped in poverty for centuries. Renewables is the energy of serfs and slaves. Yeah, I don't think people realize, you know, we have a terrible understanding of history, particularly maybe more of us in in America than in Europe. But even in Europe, we've just forgotten that we couldn't have had the Industrial Revolution, which which lifted life expectancy from 30 years to 70 years. That could not have happened with renewables, with wood, with water wheels, with windmills. The same problem exists, an inherently physical problem. Renewable fuels, sunlight, wind, water, these are too energy dilute to provide the sufficient power that you need to power our machines, which make our, this incredible prosperity that we enjoy and take for granted possible. So we just have been in like a dream state, whereas Putin was in the real world, the real world of nuclear power, which generates significant quantities of heat, he was in the real world of natural gas, and he built nuclear plants at home so he could export gas to Europe, make Europe dependent on him. And as Europe left on the daydream around returning to some, you know, ecotopia, some period that never existed, in truth, the period that, that the romance of renewables conjures was a period of poverty, misery, slavery, and serfdom. So I think this is a wake-up call. I think things, everything's going to change now. Well, did We're going to be reminded why we need fossil fuels and nuclear. Did you see that the leader of the Green Party in Germany yesterday, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, that, that whole party started because of nuclear energy. They said that they will compromise uh, on nu- uh, nuclear power plants uh, to keep them running uh, if it means that they can get off of the teat of, of Russia. That's remarkable. It's amazing. I mean, basically, people who had previously been against nuclear are absolutely changing their minds. We'll see what happens in Germany. I mean, it tells you how much how much nuclear has become the secular devil for for Germans and, and progressives and Greens in particular in Germany that they were willing to you know, massively increase their defense spending, which I think mm-hmm. we should all be concerned about, actually, given the history of Germany. <laughs> yeah. But they increased their defense spending before they would turn their nuclear plants on. But I do think things are changing very rapidly. So 
who is leading this? Is it the United States that is leading this? Because, I mean, yesterday um, they asked uh, Pete Buttigieg about, you know, what are we doing about the cost of gasoline? And he's in a fantasy world. Listen to how he responded. Drill more, open up more U.S. land to drilling. What's the administration's response to that idea? Well, look, the the president has uh, laid out and taken a a number of steps, including addressing the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, uh, including diplomatic efforts to increase global oil production and other ideas that have been raised that are on the table because uh, everything deserves to be considered. But let's also be clear that we are in the middle of a long-term transformation uh, that is already fast underway, especially when it comes to vehicles. Uh, Making electric vehicles more affordable for Americans, something that the president has proposed Okay, stop. Stop. I mean, this is the Great Reset (laughs) nonsense. Uh, I mean, how are we going to power those electric vehicles, uh, you know, assuming everybody gets one real quick? What's what he said was really disturbing to me is, you know, we can't forget we're in the midst of uh, a grand turnaround and going into a different direction. They're not stopping. They will not stop. No fact or crisis will uh, will get them to stop and go the other direction. No, I mean, and and look, it's it's you, you know, this is the idea that we're going to switch to lithium, and suddenly we're going to replace all of our petroleum with lithium, and then what? Become dependent on Bolivian mining. There, there's a there's an unreality here. People are living in a daydream. Putin lives in the real world. In the real world, you need significant amounts of power. The more of it that can come from your own country, the better. The more you can export, the better for your country. So if you care about America and you care about American interests, what you want to do is, is rely more on American power, not less. So, look, the Tesla is a beautiful car. Electric cars are really interesting. But the long-term trajectory of this is that we're going to move from oil and natural gas to hydrogen and nuclear. And this has been understood for many decades so the, so the transportation secretary, who, by the way, understands absolutely nothing about energy and has no experience or record on energy, and yet energy is fundamental to transportation, mm-hmm. he is bought into basically just a fad, and a, really that comes out of a religious, a new secular religion that imagines we're going to harmonize ourselves with the natural world through renewables and electric cars. So how long will it take us? To, and, and, and when do we hit a point of no return where they've just crippled us uh, on oil and gas and, and any kind of, of energy that would actually be reliable? I mean, Glenn, as you know, we're missing leadership at every level of our society in many ways. And so we're, we don't have the leadership that's, ex, that's explaining to the American people what's in our best interest, what's in the best interests of our allies in Europe, our best interests of Japan and South Korea and our allies in the Pacific region. That is a nuclear future. It's an oil and gas future. The good news is we may not need to use as much coal in the future, and we certainly won't because we do have so much oil and gas. But progressives, I'm afraid to say, my, my former party, uh, have repressed those energies in the name of relying on solar panels made by enslaved Muslims in China. 
and in Europe, reliant on Putin for all of for a significant portion of their gas, enough gas to make them unable to stand up to him and prevent him from invading Ukraine. So we've got to reorient towards American energy, American power. That American power is literal and figurative. If we have a lot of American power in the form of nuclear, natural gas, and, and petroleum, then we have significant American power globally for progressive Western civilization, not for the dictatorship that we see in China, with creepy facial recognition and social media software designed to control its population, or with Putin. Putin is going to start bombing apartment buildings. Putin is going to kill a lot of people. We have this beautiful thing called civilization, Western liberal civilization. You can be Jewish, Christian, Muslim. You cannot believe in God, and everybody has the same rights. You can, you can disagree with the president. You can, you can attack, you can criticize the president in our countries, in our liberal democracies. That's not what's going on in China and Russia. And I think that the invasion of Ukraine is a wake-up call, that we have got to assert our power as people that believe in Western civilization, and that means that we need really powerful sources of energy, nuclear power, natural gas, oil. We can't be dependent on solar panels and weather-dependent wind turbines, which fail when we need them the most and are produced by people that are against our values. Michael, um, when are people going to really feel, I mean, I can't believe people are as silent on gas prices as they are right now. Um, and, oh, and it's absurd because we have so much petroleum. I know. We have this blessing in the form of shale, this incredible rock formation we pull out of it, light, sweet, crude. We, have to tra- we should have been working to transform our refineries much more, much more quickly over the last several years than we did. We should be pumping much more petroleum into our, into our, into our allies so they're not dependent on the Russians. But with the they're e- dependent on the Russians for like 20% of their petroleum in, in Europe and, and, and much more than that for coal and natural gas. Coal and natural gas is 50, over 55% for Germany. You know, if we provide those fuels, then they're less dependent on, on really bad actors like Putin and Xi. Well, we can't. Uh, our banks won't finance any of those uh, new refineries uh, or right. any of the updates because of insane. ESG scores. Uh, Mike, saying which which is which is so corrupt that it suggests that a power source, namely solar panels, which require three to four hundred times more land than natural gas or nuclear, are somehow better for the environment, even though you have to spread them all over deserts, kill endangered species. And they think that they, they manipulate the numbers to show that solar was better than even nuclear, which produces the least amount of waste, the, uses the smallest amount of inputs. And, and then they've killed, our, they've killed off the natural gas and oil industry when we should be exporting it abroad. And gasoline in California now costs over $5 a gallon. It should cost half that. You know, we should have a, we, we have a world-class industry and we have throttled it. We have we have squished. We have squashed it in the name of importing crappy solar panels from China made by enslaved Muslims. And now you see the consequences. This is real world stuff. People are being killed in Ukraine because Europe got over dependent on Russian gas and coal exports and oil exports. Michael Schellenberger, thank you so much for everything you do. He's the author of Apocalypse Never. Also, San Francisco uh, and uh, the founder and president of Environmental Progress. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Glenn. You bet.
American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. At that moment at night, everyone else has gone to sleep. That moment when you're standing there in your home looking around at the sum of everything you've built in your life. That still quiet moment when there's nothing but the sound of the refrigerator running. In that moment, do you look around and wonder, what can I do to make everything more secure, more financially easy for yourself, for your family? I know your day is busy. Sometimes days are so busy they just fly by. But I want you to take a few minutes just out of one day today and call American Financing. You could be saving hundreds of dollars a month by consolidating your debt, maybe refinancing your mortgage at a lower rate. Ten minutes. Ten minutes is all it's going to take. Maybe the next time you have that quiet moment, it'll feel just a little bit better. Please, make the call to American Financing today. A loan with them could literally change everything for you, and you could skip up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as ten days. American Financing, 800-906-2440. Call them now, 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. I mean, doesn't it feel, I mean, remember, we're only at year one of this presidency, of this presidency. It's exhausting. Yeah. How do we survive Three more years of this. This president has not, as of this moment, made a State of the Union address yet. Think about that. All the stuff that's happened. He had the joint session of Congress he spoke to early in his presidency, but it was not an official State of the Union. He has not even done one yet. We haven't even made it to the first one yet. Think of all the things that have happened. Year. Yeah. Think about thinking. I was thinking about that yesterday. We have three more years uh-huh, of this guy's economy, of this guy's border strategy, quote unquote. This is why I would really like the people in Congress to start chanting three more years, three <laughs> more years. <laughs> Not a lot of chance ending question marks. Yeah, I know. But uh, this, one yeah, this one should. I mean, how much more can America take? Mm. Really? Think of what has changed. Think of how we are on the world stage. Think of our military. Think of our gas, our, our, price, uh, our price increases through inflation. Good heavens. I did not come into this administration optimistically. Glenn. No. I didn't think it was going to work well. I thought it would be bad. But this has been non-stop catastrophe. Everything this guy has touched has been the worst possible example of a potential outcome. Because it's not him. He's not just touching. He's giving its blessings. But mm. he isn't the one coming up with this. These are serious leftist Marxists that are making all of these decisions. They're ma- they, I mean, I, I, I put them out on my chalkboard, what, two weeks ago on a Wednesday night special. Who's really running the White House? It ain't Biden, man. It ain't Biden. And we showed you who they were and their connections. And it's I mean, we might as well be being run by Black Lives Matter. That's how far left the people are that are putting all of these things together. Their ideas do not work. They don't. 
This is proving it. People should really recognize that. You see the approval rating. I think they are in many respects. Republicans can still screw this up. Oh. They have found many ways oh. over the years to do amazing things in that particular arena. Oh. But uh, I'll, sh- I'll show you. They just screwed it up just, just this last week. I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example of how they can lose this yet. Unbelievable. Coming up. So tax time is always fun. I, you know, it is the time of the year where I feel so charitable. Don't you, Stu? When I write those checks to the federal government, I just like, I'm like, I am helping people. I am. I'm, I'm helping people not go to the bank as much. Uh, I'm helping crooked politicians. I'm, I'm helping, you know, fund uh, abortions. Man, I just feel good. Anyway, um, if you could feel any worse, how about this? The IRS recommends electronic filing and using their pin tool for extra security. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you can continue to, you know, check your accounts regularly to look for unusual activity. The truth is cyber criminals are really smart and they get past a lot of security measures. And this one, when you are putting your income tax information out online, there is a million ways to lose everything. Please protect yourself, especially this time of year with LifeLock. Call LifeLock at 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or go to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BACKSAFE, 25%. Protect yourself. 1-800-LIFELOCK. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn for 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. I want to start with the State of the Union. We're bringing Pat Gray in from Pat Gray Unleashed, the podcast you can get anywhere or you can watch it uh, as he does it live prior to this program on the Blaze Radio and TV Network. Uh, I want to just, um, you know, Stu made the the point that uh, the Republicans could still screw things up. No, no, no. They already are. They already are. And I just want to send a direct message to everyone running under the Republican label. A, if you really want this job, I won't vote for you. If you're somebody who's like, I can't believe I'm signing up for this nightmare of going, but I feel like I have to. Okay, then we can talk. Second, if you don't have the balls to stand up for little things, America should be done with you. Listen to two things that have happened with the Republicans recently. Republicans in the Georgia State House just killed a school choice bill last week because they were upset that a pro school choice organization sent flyers to Georgia voters, encouraging them to ask their representatives to stand up to the radical left by supporting the school choice bill. And the speaker threw a spokesperson because he didn't have the balls to say it in anybody's face. He said the 
the flyers were attempted intimidation and coercion. Oh, so you're really for the school choice bill. But because somebody sent a flyer out that apparently agrees with you, I'm going to vote the other way now. Really? Or is it the money you get from the teachers union? I mean, maybe could be. Then let me go to Wyoming. The Republicans in Wyoming are no better. Last week, the GOP controlled state house refused to introduce a bill that would have reinforced existing civil rights laws to prevent teachers from teaching CRT. It would have banned educators, and I'm quoting, from using public monies for instruction that presents any form of blame or judgment on the basis of race, ethnicity, sex, color, national origin. Stop it. Just say it. Ethnicity. Thank you. And it would have prohibited (laughs) teachers from telling students that any group is in inherently superior or inferior, inherently racist, sexist, or oppressive, end quote, or that the United States, quote, is uh, systemically racist or sexist. 24 Republicans voted against it, and they don't even have the balls to answer why. That's how the Republicans lose. You have a chance to sweep, but if we put Mitch freaking mcconnell in charge and a bunch of these pansy ass republicans that are not really conservatives i don't know what they are but if we don't get constitutionalist in there this time not only is the republican party done but so is our nation Pat, welcome to the program. You're only saying all that about Republicans because they do it every time. Every time. Every. Every time. Single time. Yeah. I mean, they had the they had the majority and the presidency and still couldn't get things done because, I don't know, they're feckless. Because they don't believe in any of it. Yeah. They don't believe in any of it. Look at Ron DeSantis. Look at the trouble he's in today because he won't send federal troops up. Or sorry, not federal troops. Uh, National, National Guard, Guard troops. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. to guard the nation's capital tonight. They've Mm -hmm. put the fence up. They've got the military out uh, to guard the the capital. Well, they're now saying, oh, well, he can reject that. I wonder what happens to FEMA money if they're hit with another um, uh, hurricane. At least the guy knows what he stands for. At least he knows that what's happening in our government and what's happening with our Capitol Police is absolutely unconstitutional you tell me the names and all of the people and the location and when they're going to get a freaking trial for january 6th then we'll talk about then we'll talk about anything else you want to but until that time i'm not sending anybody up to help you nobody it also drives me out of my mind that we can't build a wall on our southern border, but we can throw a fence around the White House every single time there's an event in Washington. Why? Uh, is the president more important than 330 million people that live in this country? We don't, we don't have to be protected from, from the onslaught that comes across the border, and we don't know who it is coming across the border, whether they've got COVID-19 or whether they're terrorists or whether they're drug dealers. Doesn't matter one iota. But we're going to protect our president against the hordes of awful Americans, I guess, uh, that are going to go to D.C. this week uh, to see the. Oh, by the way, we're uh, the same people who are so, just so offended that 
people could come across the Ukrainian border. How dare oh, them? Right. How dare them come across right. the border? That's sovereignty. You're losing your sovereignty. <laughs> really? Really? Man. Um, so the president's going to give the State of the Union. Usually the State of our Union is strong. That's what they always say. Yeah. Is there any possible way he can say that? No. Well, he will, though. He will. He will. I mean, look what he said the other day when... Uh, oh, when he said, Hello, Jimbo. Yeah. Yeah. Love I thought that. that was powerful. I did, too. I did, too. So... <laughs> what did he say the other day? Uh, he... I've forgotten now uh, because it was so profound. You just, yeah. <laughs> that threw me with its yeah, sorry. with its sheer yeah, magnitude. I know, I know, I know. I mean, but here's a guy who canceled the Keystone Pipeline, uh, but greenlighted Russia's pipeline. Mm-hmm. He stopped oil leases, making us energy dependent again and causing oil prices to skyrocket. Uh, his weakness allowed Putin to charge into Ukraine. He ordered the disastrous pullout of Afghanistan. Domestically, we have out-of-control inflation, the highest sustained spending since World War II. We've got supply line shortages. We, he weaponized the FBI against parents. Uh, he's caused the worst border crisis uh, in the history of our country. Rather than being a uniter, he's been nothing but a divider. How do you overcome all of those things and say that the State of the Union is strong. There's just no possible way. Well, by saying, <laughs> you lie. That's how you do it. You I, I suggested, I suggested that the, uh, the Republicans chant tonight, three more years, three more years, <laughs> three more years of this. Uh, we are one yeah. year into this. There ain't nothing left in three more years. And what he said in the interview the other night was that uh, people really love him, but they just are so upset about COVID-19 that that's oh, why his gosh, yeah. his polls are mm-hmm. so bad. I mean, he's he couldn't believe it because their economic situation is so much better. Wait, I mean, come he, on. Uh, you know what? Can I tell you something? He what? might actually believe that. He is in the White House for what? An hour? He's downstairs in the Oval? for about an hour a day mm-hmm. um they uh, you, mm-hmm. you know all they do is like sign this mr president and this is this is what this will do i don't think he is aware you know he's not in touch he's, he's isolated not. he's mm-hmm. always at his beach house on the weekends yeah i don't know if you can dep- you can blame it all on that though I, the entire democratic party has decided to take up this narrative where you know they take the worst moment of the pandemic and add the jobs since then and right. act as if he did something yeah. about that like there's this thing they're they're trying to manipulate the numbers to make people nope. feel uh, better but about i don't the economy. think he he i don't think he really has any idea what america is going through so you think he knows the ice cream stores are still open mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> which is amazing um so basically you think he the, the party is just lying and spinning and he may not even know the difference yeah yeah i, I can see that i can i see mean that. Yeah, he's cognitively declined to the point where it's no, possible. I have to tell you, I have to tell you, he's and a liar. I, I do not. He is, yeah, a he is a liar. He is a liar. No, um, no question. I, I, I do not say this with any glee. I don't say this with any partisanship. Anything. I've, I've said I'm on the record when he first ran. This guy is in decline, and four years in the Oval Office 
is not going to do him any favors That's and he's sure. going to go out you know like a a blithering idiot i mean there's yes. just no way for this kind of pressure at that age with his mental capability and the decline he was already in we as a nation should just ask for i don't know a republican an independent and a democratic doctor because we can't trust anybody anymore and maybe uh i don't know maybe somebody from india just to give him a cognitive test i don't know if he has the capability of handling this job i don't think he ever agreed to it and i don't he wouldn't and you know what i don't want kamala harris she would be much worse Mm -hmm. but we can't have someone who doesn't have the ability to mentally handle all of this why do you think their hair always goes white Look at Barack Obama. He didn't have a yeah. bit of gray hair. He was young. He comes out and his hair is gray. That happens to every single president. Why? Because the job is 24-7. It's a constant nightmare. Are we even waking the president up? When, 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 the, when uh, Putin said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my nuclear team on high alert, that happened in the middle of the night. Did did President Biden, was he awakened? Or did somebody else just take care of it? That That's a real problem. There's a real problem. Who's running things? There has to be someone accountable. In this case, there isn't. It can't be him. You, you see how the job wears on him during the course of the day. And I, I don't know how they make him uh, a little bit more um, aware so, uh, during some times in the day, in the afternoon. Him. I think they, he's on some kind of medication. Yeah. And then by the end of the day, though, uh, if he does serve a full day, which is, I think, rare because they usually put the lid on it at like 11 o'clock in the morning. But if, he, if he's active until night... He can't speak. He can't finish no. a sentence. And he you can't know, remember the what? name of his of the president he served under. So the the people that say, "Oh my gosh, that is just so cruel!" and how could you say they would juice him? They were doing that to John F. Kennedy. I mean, John F. Kennedy um, uh, was really, really sick, really sick. He had I can't remember the name of the disease, um, but. He wasn't making any adrenaline. He wasn't. He was in full collapse. He was sick. They had to juice him, and they did. Well, they went f- full weekend at Bernie's with with uh, your man Woodrow Wilson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, they, this is his not- wife essentially served his last two years. Hmm. I don't. Uh, I don't wish him to fail, but I will tell you this: uh, I wish America's success more than i'm uh, worried about his failure by the way you should watch uh, along with me it's youtube.com slash america tonight we're going to be doing live oh, commentary sort good. of mystery science theater 3000 yeah, version be following it too oh, so i'll be following you and uh, making my own comments thank you very much thanks pat pat gray unleashed hey what'd you learn in school today nothing if you're a parent, you know that's what passes for a deep yes. conversation with your child <laughs> that conversation many yeah. times nothing Nothing. Nothing really. Since the answer to that question, what did you learn today, is really important. 
The Tuttle Twins have decided to create 13 questions to level up your family dinner conversations. Here's an example. Wouldn't it be good if everyone who worked made the same amount of money, no matter what job they did? Okay. This is a great way to teach your kids uh, about things like uh, equity and equality of opportunity versus equality of outcomes, supply and demand, why socialism doesn't work, why the free market does. Right now, they are giving you these 13 things that you can bring up at dinner, a copy of the 13 questions to level up your family dinner conversation and free workbooks. Just go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get a 35% discount on all of their books, plus the bonuses this week at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. These are books every household should have. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit BlazeTV.com today and never miss a moment of truth. For the first time, it might be really important to watch the rebuttal. Um, Governor Kim Reynolds from uh, Iowa is going to give the Republican response. Um, and you know, I'm sure that's going to be good. But for the first time, two Democrats are also going to rebut. The first is Rashida Tlaib. She is going to go on the attack against moderate Democrats. Uh, who are blocking Biden's agenda. Um, and uh, then you have uh, Congressman Colin Allred, who is going to deliver a second Democratic response uh, on behalf of the Congressional Black Caucus. Oh, he's a uniter. He can't even get his own party. I was thinking we should have different speeches by each race. We should divide. This is just an idea. Let me throw it out there. What if mm-hmm. we divided each other by skin color into different groups that maybe they only have their own rooms, their own water fountains, their own yeah. areas well, uh, of the bus? I mean, you right? would want to make and, sure that, I mean, you couldn't do it just on that. You'd need like character or something, wouldn't you? Oh, no, 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 no. No, that's that. No, that's no, that's that's the problem with America today. What we're doing <laughs> is we're judging people too much. On the content of their character and not enough on the color of their skin. I can't foresee any problems with telling an entire generation of children that the skin color that they have is Mm. not only the most important thing about them, but the thing that gives them their power. Mm. What an incredible thing to encourage children to understand. Maybe Colin Allred or uh, Rashida Tlaib can do that. You know, I just wanted to point out, if you... Control the House, the Senate, and the White House. You don't usually have to uh, <laughs> rebut your own party. Mm. You know, hmm. that's usually there's one. Hey, here's what we think of that. We're the Republicans, and we think that's crazy talk. Um, usually it doesn't happen with two other people from the president's own party. Things are going well here. Really well. <laughs> really, really, really well. Really, well. really, really well. Thank you so much, uh, Hillary. We're, we're glad you're here.
All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, Grip6. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Grip6 is a great company. They're out of uh, Utah. They make uh, great uh, socks and belts. Um, and, you know, it's something, if I didn't tell you they were an American company, you'd know they were because they're just made, they make great stuff. Uh, incredible customizable belts that have laser etched designs, logos, and flags, things that make them personal to you. It's the kind of belt you can buy when you don't plan to buy another one for a really long time. Uh, they're cool, they're stylish, they're minimalist, uh, they're adjustable and interchangeable within sizes. As you know, maybe my size tends to adjust elements mm-hmm. completely out of my control. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, I just, you know, it's nice to have adjustable ones. Uh, Grip6 products uh, also include insulated moisture wicking socks, which are awesome. They're American source, they're wool, they keep you warm, great wallets as well. Uh, they have a lifetime guarantee. Uh, if it doesn't, if you've never had anything from Grip6, you got to check these guys out. Their stuff is awesome. They're a great American company and they love this country as much as you do. You can save, uh, buy one, get one, at 50% off right now. Uh, go to grip6.com slash stew. It's grip 6 dot com slash stew check it out Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Thank you so much for listening. I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the things that seem crazy, but are happening. We can't lose focus on what everything really, truly is about. We go there in 60 seconds. True love of country and those who serve it. That's a deep commitment. Deep commitment. It means thoughts and prayers. Those are real, have real power, but it also means reaching out with a helping hand when those who served can't serve anymore. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families. And when a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden, bring the family to stability in a catastrophic time. Those those uh, veterans that are, I mean, catastrophically injured as well, the first responders that uh, this happens to, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely in- injured heroes to live more independent lives. Now through Operation Home Base, Tunnel to Towers is giving tiny homes to homeless veterans. And there's a ton of it. There is a world that we look at every day that is filled with darkness. Let's bring a little light into the world. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for our country and communities, need our help. 
Help these heroes and their families join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T, dot org. All right. All right. I want to give you a piece of news, uh, and I can give you the reports, or you can look them out up, up on your own. Uh, Advancing Digital Agency, the power of data intermediaries, and Digital ID Framework that the WEF has published. Okay, so we have we have two reports, and uh, it's really exciting from the World Economic Forum. Listen to this. Well, let me start with this. I have been trying to keep my extended family in the loop. And I have found two things that have happened. One, and it may be because, you know, I, uh, I don't couch things. Uh, it, one is everybody is either overreacting and like, oh, my gosh, my hair is on fire today. And no, you just have to do things to prepare for a new world. Um, the other reaction is, this is crazy. This, there's no way this is going to happen. No way these things could happen. It's, it's, it's a fantasy. Well, it was a fantasy in 2016 that Donald Trump would be our president. It was a, a fantasy to have a president sitting on the pot, you know, making jokes and torching people on Twitter. But it happened. It's a fantasy that we would have 40-year high inflation rate like this because the Fed printed and gave away about $100 trillion. It's a fantasy just last week that we would be talking about nuclear war. So don't tell me it, it's beyond the realm of possibilities. I don't see anything. Let me remind you. Two years ago, the Pentagon, and if you've not heard this yet, look it up. The Pentagon came out and said, yep, there's some sort of alien life form. Uh, and we've got one of their ships, or at least pieces of it. So I'm not really surprised by anything anymore. Now, for those who think the Great Reset is not going to control every aspect of your life, let me give you a couple of things. They are, um, they are now taking the next step to shape global, regional, and industry agendas, end quote, uh, with a new digital ID system. Under the framework, the WEF proposes collecting data from many aspects of people's everyday lives. That's a quote. Through their devices, telecommunication networks, and third-party service providers. The WEF suggests that this data collection dragnet would allow a digital ID. Now listen to this. It's very narrow. It would allow a digital ID to scoop up data on people's online behavior, purchase history, network usage, credit history, biometrics, names, national identity numbers, and medical history. Plus your travel history, social accounts, e-government accounts, bank accounts, energy uses, health stats, education, and I love this one, and more. What's left? 
Once the digital ID has access to this huge, highly personal set of data, the WEF proposes using it to decide whether users are allowed to, quote, own and use devices, quote, open bank accounts, quote, carry out online financial transactions, quote, conduct business transaction, quote, access insurance and treatment, book trips, still quoting, go through border control between countries or regions, still quoting, access third-party services that rely on social media logins, file taxes, vote, collect benefits, end quote. So, you know, that little, that passport that they gave you, it was so crazy to think that maybe that COVID passport might grow into something, oh, exactly like this. In this advancing digital agency, the power of data intermediaries report, the WEF positions this digital ID framework as part of the solution to a trust gap in data sharing and notes that vaccine passports, which were mandated across the world during COVID-19, do by nature serve as a form of digital identity. The WEF also praises the way vaccine passports have allowed governments to harvest data from their populations. I'm quoting without notice or consent. Oh, I love that when our government does that, don't you? Quoting at a collective level, vaccine data is incredibly uh, incredible public health asset. The United Kingdom's government in particular has acknowledged this and has suggested uh, that they would uh, anonymize it and data shield techniques that could be harnessed in controlled environments to allow for the reuse of that highly sensitive data. In such cases, notice and consent is not required per se for the reuse of data, but the intermediary processes the data undergoes must be done in a controlled environment so that the findings of the data set are made available rather than the data itself. Who's going to protect us? Additionally, the WEF provides a specific example of how digital IDs could be used to authenticate a user by using fingerprints, a password, or identity verification technology, and decide whether they should be granted, I'm quoting, access to a bank loan by judging their profile which may include biometrics, name, national identity number, and history, which may include credit, medical, and online purchasing history. The WEF goes on to suggest that digital IDs will allow for the selection of preferences and making of certain choices in advance and ultimately pave the way for automated decision-making where a trusted digital assistant automates permissions for people and effectively manages their data across different services to overcome the limitations of notice and consent. This is great. They're also talking about turning your heartbeat into a digital ID. Uh-huh. And governments and private corporations increasingly embracing digital IDs. Some governments are also pushing a similar notion Social credit style apps that monitor citizens' behavior and reward them for engaging in state-approved actions. 
Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Now, let me just throw this on the fire for you. One of the most widely used services to check the creditworthiness of individuals and small businesses is FICO, F-I-C-O, right? Banks, credit unions, they examine your application for a loan. FICO is often the first place that they turn. When customers look up their credit score, they're usually talking about their FICO score. Now, we've suspected for quite a while that ESG scores, which are kind of a social credit score, similar to the ones that they're using in China, could someday soon be tied with personal credit scores so that a low ESG score could uh, cause your personal credit score to drop and your access to loans and mortgages along with it. But it's, it's rare to see even the staunchest ESG supporter openly admit something like that. However, let's go to FICO's website in a little piece titled Lending Predictions of 2022. From BNPL to ESG and more, in which a FICO senior principal consultant seems to suggest he believes in 2022, ESG could be directly linked to personal and small business credit scores. This is crazy. This will never happen. It is happening. What you're seeing happen to Russia right now, and praise Allah, it's happening. I am all for the, the sanctioning of Russia, but the way they're cutting them off in all ways will be used against you unless you fall in line. You can't wait for people to um, buy into this because some people will just wait and wait and wait and it'll be too late. Find the people who will do their own homework. Let me give you this. Uh, The Secretary General of the United Nations just said, turning this ship around, meaning the world, will take immense willpower and ingenuity from governments and business alike in every major emitting nation. You're going to see tonight... Uh, with the State of the Union, Joe Biden trying to make a case for green energy. A, listen to this quote. A key focus of my administration will be the revitalization of Japan through, and I'm quoting, a new form of capitalism. He said the time has come for historic economic and social transformations. And that Japan will pioneer a new form of public-private partnership with leaders of government, industry, and labor all working together to shift policies into a new form of capitalism. That's the Prime Minister of Japan. I'm going to tell you where this is stumbling in our states and where this is gaining ground. Stand by. American Financing, NMLS 182334, Okay, in March, the Federal Reserve, uh, are they're going to meet, and they're going to most likely raise interest rates. Now, investors are saying there's a 71% chance they raise overnight lending by 25 basis points. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. 
Money is going to become more expensive. Debt will become more expensive. We have had some of the lowest mortgage rates we've ever seen. Those days are probably coming to an end soon. You still have time to take advantage of the current rates, lock into a better deal, but time is running out. Please call American Financing today at 800-906-2440. Americanfinancing.net. Don't put it off. They'll give you a free mortgage review. See if you, if you can't be put into a position to save a ton of money. There's no obligation, no upfront or hidden fees. Just a lender who works for you and not the big banks. You could skip up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. Call American Financing now, 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. So a state bill proposed in Arizona meant to restrict the use of ESG scores by banks and other financial institutions was recently voted down in the House of Representatives and not voted down because of Democrats, but because of a few Republicans who voted against the bill. Most Republicans voted in favor. The bill is House Bill 2656. A motion to reconsider has passed, so the House is going to vote on the bill again, possibly as early as this week. Here's what the Republicans who voted against the bill said. They said, it's not needed. You know, uh, financial institutions, they can, you know, they can use whatever they want. I mean, they're just a private corporation. And, you know, uh, they use ESG to target individuals and small businesses. It's not true. I mean, we've called people like BlackRock. We've called the heads of corporations. We've called the big banks, you know, all promising to use ESG or other metrics to transform society and reset capitalism. But, you know, there's a there's no examples of this happening. Why would they build it if they weren't going to use it? Let me point out the Glasgow Financial Alliance for Net Zero. It claims over 450 financial firms, 45 countries, including Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo and Company. They have promised to remove from its portfolios and business practices anyone who isn't willing to go along with the net zero goals. The total assets under management owned by the Glasgow Finance uh, Financial Alliance is one hundred and thirty trillion dollars that means if you want to buy a house a car a boat or anything else that is somewhat related to fossil fuels over the next couple of decades you're going to be affected by this group you're also going to need to play by their rules or you're not going to get a mortgage a car loan a business loan we have tons of examples in the book which by the way is available in bookstores again right now. Grab your copy of The Great Reset. It's available in stores right now. Find a copy of The Great Reset by me. Time is running out in Arizona for HB 2656 to pass. Again, it's not the Democrats. It's the unbelievably blind Republicans. Most Republicans are for it. A few are not. Please. 
call your house members and make sure they understand what you're going to call the bank. It's like calling Jesse James. Hey, are you really robbing places? What is he going to say? The love of Pete. All right. All you have to do is ask, you know, whenever you have an issue where you're criticizing someone, if you just ask them, is this criticism true? You always get a true answer, right? You get the real story. That's how you do it. Two years ago, they said, no, there's no such thing as ESG. We're not going to have those at all. Then it was, yeah, we're doing ESG, but we're only making it available for, you know, our customers, their ease. Really? So you're spending literally hundreds of millions of dollars as a bank just to help people make decisions. And I, I, that is an actually laudable goal, right? It I would is. like to buy something that, that uh-huh. backed my views, right? Exactly right. Do they offer me that? No. No, they don't. They only no. offer me the ESG-approved uh, things. And look, if you are an environmentalist and you, you want to invest in things that don't have fossil fuels or whatever... Okay, you should you should be able to find a fund that does something like that. Sure, you should. And if you don't want it to go to Planned Parenthood, you don't want right. a CT uh, um, uh, critical race theory CRT, then you should be able to do that too. But they don't make it that way. No, you don't. They don't make it that way. And by the way, um, what they said they wouldn't do, they have done. And then when we called them again and said, yeah, but you're going to apply this to small loans. No, we're not. They just signed the agreement to do it. The big banks in America. So I'm sorry. You don't have any credibility with me. None. None. If you want all of the information and you want the footnotes so you can see it for yourself, um, please, please. Just get the new book. The last, what, 50 pages are all fine print footnotes, all original sources. This is not my opinion. This is what they say they're going to do. And by the way, what do you suppose that new form of capitalism is that Japan's going to roll out? What do you suppose that is? It's public-private partnerships. That's what it is. It's not capitalism. It is fascism. It is run, and everybody is kept in place by ESG. If there's another new form of capitalism, I'd love to hear about it. But seeing that he's telling the WEF about it, I'm pretty sure it's the same one there for. I've got another form of capitalism we should try. It's called capitalism. What if we go back to that and attempt to use that every once in a while? It seemed to work well for a while. Why not try it again? The Glenn Beck Crazy. Program. Yeah, I mean, I got to get Congress to protect my company. That's not <laughs> capitalism. All right. You've seen the uh, stickers of the gas pumps. Uh, the, you know, <laughs> it's Joe Biden going, I did that. Right. Uh, it's going to get much worse before it gets better. And if you saw what was happening with the ruble, that's because the, the ruble has no confidence. Nobody has any confidence in the ruble. Then they say, hey, the world says you can't trade in the ruble. Okay, so what happens? Overnight, people lose 30% of their money. 30%. I don't know. They're going to open. They haven't opened the banks or the central bank in Russia because they're so afraid it's just going to keep on a free fall. Well, that's what happens when you debase your money, 
when you the world decides that we're not going to use your money we're not going to let you do business this is why Goldline is out. They have a promotion includes free silver one ounce Indian replicas with every box of 20 of historic Indian gold coins. You'll receive 10 of the silver replicas for free. 866 Goldline or goldline.com. Call them now. 866 Goldline. The Great Reset available in bookstores now. It's a big day. Go to glensnewbook.com. you glad you're here there's some really you know there's some there okay there's one good story that i found but it's a really good story it's a really good story you know uh they were gonna they were gonna you know make abortion you know even more accessible i mean way beyond roe versus wade uh and it was in the senate and you know it was the women's health bill which who doesn't love women's health? You know, only white supremacists. Exactly right. And this bill, uh, <laughs> really? Sure, it was exactly right. They nailed that exactly. Exactly okay. right. I didn't even need to think about it. Okay, good. Um, this bill, because of white supremacy, did not pass. Really? Yeah. Now you could have killed that baby right up to birth. I mean, right up to mm. birth. And, uh, you know, it would have been great. Would have been great, but it passed. Huh. Now, it passed, uh, what was it, 46 to 48. So you might think that it was, uh, or 48 to 46. You might have, th- it, it, it failed, sorry, 48, 46. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you, might have, you might think, gee, there should have been a bigger spread there. Really? Yeah, but mm-hmm. no, no. Well, one of the two major parties embraces an absolute extremist ideology when it comes to this particular oh, issue. Those damn Republicans. No, no. Actually, when you look at what the Democrats support, which mm-hmm. is abortion up until the last second, let's not even take it to the last second. We'll just take it to the final trimester. Mm-hmm. It's 84% of Americans oppose that. So but who doesn't think that while a woman is giving birth, mm-hmm. the doctor holding the rest of the body in in the woman mm-hmm. and then just taking some scissors and just jamming them into the baby's head? Who thinks that's extreme? Not half the country. Not apparently. half the country. Yeah, no. Not well, half the country. And this is where you need to make a distinction between Democratic leadership and Democratic voters. Yeah. If Democratic voters don't even support this stuff. It's just psychopaths uh, like some of the people who are in the leadership of the Democratic Party. Hey, does anybody think that maybe <laughs> the politicians all over the globe are maybe out of control? That maybe they're not really listening to the people mm. because we're all kind of standing up all over the world going, no, I don't agree with this. And then they fire hose us, you know, or shut down our bank accounts 
or callist extremist terrorists or uh, my favorite anti-government. Love that. Mm. Big anti-government guy you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That we're the extremists. I, I, I disagree. I think <laughs> the people in power are the extremists because I haven't really changed my views. If anything, I've probably gotten softer. You know, I'm less warmongery than I used to be. You know, twenty years ago, I probably would have been. We should go into Ukraine, and nope. Well, again, eventually you come to the point where you take in the environment, mm-hmm. the experiences, mm-hmm. you've, you, your lived experience, mm-hmm. Glenn, where you've seen the government fail over and over and over and over and over mm-hmm. again at these yeah. things. Right. Uh, probably a good idea to avoid them when possible. Right? Yeah. I mean, I cannot believe there's people in the Republican Party today calling for a no-fly zone to be uh, implemented, you know, and, and, you know, with our own that's, that's planes. That's war. That is World War Three immediately that is world war three one accident we shot down one of their planes they shoot down one of ours we're all we're now in war with russia isn't that great we know russia's not gonna listen they're not gonna say oh okay well we won't fly then they're gonna just fly in there and eventually there's gonna be some mistake or some major thing that blows up out of that we're already here right there's already a chance that this could flame up into world war three So if you believe, oh, no, fly zone is the right thing to do. I mean, it's not completely insane to think, you know, you want to protect uh, you want to you want to even the playing field for Ukraine and Russia on on the battlefield. OK, but if you're doing that, then basically you just need to commit to World War Three. Just put troops in there. You might as well. What's the difference? You know, but I think the only politicians in the world that are one with their people are like the Islamic extremists. I mean, they'll have. You know, whole cities chanting, uh, chanting you know, uh, you know, death to the, you know, uh, great Satan, whatever. Death to the Jew. They got it. They are reflective. I don't know which one is the chicken, which one's the egg, but it seems that everybody is in the same page. Um, the people in Russia are not like, Putin, you're great. Yeah, let's go. He's not with the people. Some of them are. I mean, you know, of course, they have a very manipulated media environment. Uh-huh. So some of the stuff is popular there. But I think he's losing it. I think people are standing up and saying, you know what? This is not what we want. Why are we doing this? It just doesn't seem. I don't think it seems urgent to them. Yeah. And then the people who are always. Isn't it weird that the the media, which is always against war once we start it are for war before we started that is it's very true that's one of the things that's made me hesitate on this ukraine coverage the last week you know i just keep thinking to myself you know every single time this happens we get this really wonderful picture early on in these wars and then overall uh, you know over time it takes a turn we're not seeing any we're seeing like news from russia about russia shelling you know, indiscriminately mm-hmm. uh, a residential area, which, by the mm-hmm. way, is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we're not seeing like, wow, they took a big chunk of territory here and it's going well for Russia. We're only seeing I, a wonderful Ukrainian response, which I'm proud to see. And, and it's a fierce response. And they're, they are defending their homeland valiantly. But like, I, it's hard to imagine that's the entire picture. I don't know where the Russians have done well. I don't. Do you? I mean, everything we've heard is that this is going worse than they expected. Correct. But 
worse than they expected was in five days we're going to be sitting on the throne yeah and they got a major city surrounded right now right. supposedly i mean so we're only getting this one side by a it's group of ugly. people who are always anti-war and the democrats are just cheering and cheering and cheering and and hammering people like mike lee who said hey, let's pass a resolution right now. This guy can't just launch us into war. He's got to come to Congress first. I think that's a really good idea. I think that's a really good idea. It's a good enough idea that our founders had it. Yeah. And I think, you know, I've not really been for it up until, I don't know, 20 years ago. But I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. You think Congress should have a voice there. It seems like um, that was the way the system was designed. And you know what? Even if you have to go for you know, the first week or two weeks or whatever, you know, like, ah, right. gotta, and you're going to go in in the middle of the night. Fine. Then give it a week, two weeks. But then if they don't vote uh, for it, it stops. If somehow or another Congress just can't find their way to that vote, it stops. I mean, I'll give some slack that sometimes you have to move fast. I mean, and you, you can't do it. But if it was good enough for the guy in the wheelchair to say, hey, maybe, you know, uh, they just bombed us in a, on an island most of us didn't even know existed <laughs> or didn't think was ours. <laughs> yeah, I think we should go to war. Yeah, uh, that and they even passed a law to say, OK, you got a little window here and then they just, they just ignore the law. That's how this works. So what do you think we see from Biden tonight? What do we see from Biden tonight? No more, no more, no. (laughs) We're going to see him completely out of touch with the facts. He's going to go for the Green New Deal. He's going to say he's doing all. We have real pain. He's going to tell some real tender stories about Ukraine Mm -hmm. and the Ukrainian heroes. He might even have one there. Um, uh, He's going to talk about how this is going to hurt us, but he's doing everything for the economy. But let's remember we wouldn't have this problem if we didn't if if we would have had those giant windmills everywhere it we wouldn't have this problem mm. we wouldn't be so reliant it's true it's mm. a big windmill problem that's the main story of ukraine yeah uh, the i keep coming back to this you get power in washington you get the senate you get the house you get the presidency they know they're going to lose certainly the house most likely the senate here in a few months when you get a situation you have all th- control of all three um areas there you're gonna you get two two bites at the apple of reconciliation where you can pass massive bills with only 50 votes they've used one of them already they have one left they try to use it on build back better i just don't think it's possible they're going to leave this on the table they're going to try to pass something my bet is tonight they're going to come at the american people with a climate uh a climate remix of build back better parts well, he, of it i think they're gonna i think actually they're gonna play you know um three card money uh with this mm-hmm. i think they're gonna they're, he's gonna be focusing on build back better and then he's also going to talk about you know we've got to pass these climate things and those will be the important things that he couldn't get through with build back better they'll be moved over to this climate thing so he can pass that and oh build back better didn't pass oh well yeah yeah, I but think, I think it's I think he's going to double down on Build Back Better. Hmm. Even though it'll be I think a that's Trojan horse. I think he'll say it, but I don't know that I don't think that's going to be their real push. I mean, what they're if you were them, right? If I if 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 this was a Republican situation, I'd retire. And you had Susan Collins, right? Who's the who's who's your mansion vote, right? Mm-hmm. Who won't pass your big package? 
you go to there, you go to Susan Collins and you say, okay, you say, you tell me you agree with 50% of this, right? Tell me exactly what the things you want in it are. Just, just list them. And we'll take the 50% or the 30% or the 18% of whatever of this bill. Tell me which, which parts you'll vote for and we'll make a bill that has those parts in it. Right, like that. At this point, Joe Manchin is the president when it comes to this stuff, as is, of course, uh, cinema in Arizona. And you go to them and you find the things that they both say they'll vote for, and you put a bill out that has those things in it. Right, that's basically where you are at this point, or you're going to lose this opportunity. Now, of course, I want them to lose the opportunity in this case, so maybe they will. Maybe they'll just completely blow it. The Republicans would probably just blow it. But I would be screaming at them and saying, like, look, if all they'll do is give you 3% off the tax rate instead of the 8 that you want, take the 3 right now. You're about to lose control of the government. Take it. Take what you can get right now. Uh, I don't know. I, they don't seem to be realistic enough to do something like that. They seem to be still in this world where they think they're getting billed back better and they think the economy's good. And I, I uh, think that's why they're going to double down tonight. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why uh, Rashida Tlaib... Uh, and somebody from the uh, Black Caucus, two rebuttals to the president from the left. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think that they are going to tear him apart. They're going to tear apart these weak, m- mealy mouth uh, Democrats. I don't know who those are, quite honestly, because they all seem extreme to me. I mean, the but only two you can point to are Cinema and Mansion. That's it. Who have held the line on parts yeah. of one of the several multi-trillion dollar bills they've offered that's moderation in this day but i don't believe they're going to moderate i think that these are revolutionaries they're going to set the democrats on fire they'll just say these two get them well i think that's going to happen from talib i think that's the whole reason she's doing this right she's going to yell at joe manchin (laughs) you know (laughs) i'd wear that as a badge of honor all right back in just a second If you're living with aches and pains in your life, particularly if you're living with really frequent and bad pain, I want you to consider something for a minute. What if you couldn't or weren't experiencing that for a minute? I mean, how great would that be? Crazy, right? That is exactly what Relief Factor did and still does for me. I did not. I I, I will tell you this. Honestly, I wouldn't be doing this job today if it wasn't for Relief Factor. I would have quit about three years ago because I was at the end of my rope and I'm like, I'm not going to spend my day in pain and looking at the news every day and trying, trying to figure out the world. I'm just going to spend my time with the family and do what I want to do. Um, I'm here because of relief factor. It worked for me. It still works for me. Three week quick start developed for you. 1995. It's a dollar a day, like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. 70% of them go on to order more. That says a lot. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. It's ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com.
You know, Joe Biden just came out yesterday and said that the GOP is trying to ban black votes, and I'm quoting, from even counting, end quote. Where, where are the, where's the fake news police on this? That's as ridiculous and offensive and conspiratorial as anything Lynn Wood said uh, <laughs> leading up to the Georgia elections, right? Like saying that, oh, well, don't even bother voting because they're not going to count your votes anyway. This is what he's saying. He's saying the Republican Party is not just putting in, you know, uh, laws that will make no, 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 it no. more difficult no, no, no. To, to vote. They're, that's not what he's saying. He's saying that when they vote, Republicans are trying to throw out their votes. The sacred right to vote, which I've never seen under such attack. Really? really? Have you never seen it, you 80-year-old, under this attack? You Come know, on. You know it's always made it harder for blacks to vote, but this is trying to be able to figure out how to keep the black vote, when it occurs, from even counting. That's it's so offensive. It's incredible. Incredible. By the I, way, this is a guy, you know, Jim, this guy lived through Jim Crow. He's never seen voting under attack like this. He was good never. friends with the Grand Wizard. Yeah. <laughs> he eulogized the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Grand Dragon or Wizard or Wizard Dragon or whatever the hell it is. He said he was a great uh, influence on his life. On his life. And particularly his early years. Which I don't know if anyone noticed. That's those are the gay, gay, gay years. That time he was wearing that hood. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. Incredible. Uh, and yet, no one even comments on it. It's you know, it's the same thing. Like you know, Donald Trump says his election was stolen. Everyone freaks out. Stacey Abrams says the same thing, and no one cares. Yeah. I mean, they, it's they, the they, they promote her. Yeah. They promote her. Yeah. They promote her. They, they're running her again in Georgia. This is the Glenn Beck program.